Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. So, my friends, whether it is that you would like to just have enough financial freedom to be able to retire someday, um, able to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want, whether that's in the next two to five years like we plan uh, for most of our people that we work with, or if it's just by age 65 or 70, whatever it may be, or whether you would like to be a millionaire someday and uh, have a million dollars worth of assets uh, working for you, or maybe you'd like to be a real millionaire where your net worth is a million dollars, or maybe you'd like to be the kind of millionaire that makes a million dollars every year, or maybe you'd like to be a multi-multi-millionaire where you make multiple millions of dollars every year and your net worth is in the multiples of mega-millions. Whatever you want to do, whichever those you want to do, the bottom line is it's just a series of steps to do it. And what I found to be interesting is that people, you, myself in earlier life, uh, we were all brainwashed to believe the wrong things to do. Becoming a multi-mega-millionaire is not a simple thing to do. But it takes a series of simplistic steps to be able to do it. Steps that any one of you can do if you would just set your mind to it. And let's add to that, believe in them because you've got to overcome the miseducation, the, the misinformation that you've been fed your entire life. And so today, I'm going to cover three simple rules. That's it. It only takes three. If you follow these three simple rules, you too can become rich beyond your belief. Now, my belief was when I was a kid that if I ever made $100,000 a year, my dad never came close to that. I think he made maybe fit. 20 or 30,000 when I was a kid, when he got up to the top of his company, he made 40 or 50,000 as a comptroller of the company. He might have at one point made 60 or 70 when he finally bought out the company, but he was never making over 100 grand a year. So my goal was to make 100 grand a year. I thought that was an excessive amount of money. I thought that's what college graduates made. 
I thought that's what doctors back when I was a kid made. That, that seemed like a lot of money. So making a hundred thousand dollars a year, I didn't have any idea what that would meet up to as far as net worth. I do remember going with my dad over to his boss's house. He had a nice house, nothing like my home, but a nice house. And it was on the lake in Madison, Wisconsin. So it was right on the lake and he had boats and he had, you know, uh, recreational uh, equipment to go with the boats, like skiing and so forth. I don't know back then if they had jet skis. I think he did. I think there was a jet ski even back then. And, you know, you saw that and you go, wow, this is an incredible life compared to me. I'm living in, you know, East St. Louis and Ferguson, which you all have seen, you know, on the news in the last couple of years, living in a, a little ranch house, 1,000 square feet, uh, three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath, Maybe two bath, I'm not sure. No garage, just a carport. Um, cost $10,000 in its day when it was built. Um, and it was just blue-collar existence, you know? Just, that's the way it was. And so I had no real way to be able to evaluate my dad's decisions other than to say that they didn't work compared to what my dad's boss's decisions did uh, and so on and so forth and you're the same way you have no idea how to evaluate anything further than what you are you look at where you're at right now and maybe you're living in a McMansion a 3,000 square foot plus home uh, in a nice neighborhood and you've got two nice cars your kids are going to decent schools and you're saying man I made it I'm there but then when you really look beyond that and you see that you still have to get up and go to work every day, you work, you know, eight hours a day minimum, you drive an hour, you know, a day minimum, 30 minutes each way. Some of you drive two hours a day, depending on what it is. Um, and you quickly realize that the quality of your life is nowhere near the quality of life of someone who is rich enough to not have to have a job wealthy rich whatever you like which word feels better because i know some words cut they they have a negative context to them in your eyes whichever one you feel more comfortable with now i will tell you that it's interesting that people talk about me all the time that they meet me they meet me at the grocery store they meet me at the restaurant they meet me out and about um or at parties and they and they just go gosh you just like you sound on the radio you're no different and you're in you're normal you're friendly human being and I go of course I am I'm just like you but they don't get that because they equate wealth with snobbiness and and arrogance and all these other things that can or may go with it I'm not saying that they always do but in some cases they do and so because of that that's another excuse to not to want to have that kind of success. It's just a way that your parents have trained you down to believe you can't get ahead. That is something they've done your whole life. Your parents did it to you. Your teachers at school did it to you. Uh, your attorneys and your CPAs and your financial planners are doing it to you. They're all trying to get you to do what they want you to do. Now, in some cases, it's what they believe is the right thing. In fact, it might even be in many cases what they believe to be the right thing because they don't know either. They're not mega millionaires. They have no idea how to equate the difference. They figure, like most people, that if you have millions of dollars, you did it by luck. You simply were in the right place at the right time or you had the right genetics or you had the right DNA. You have come from the right family. You picked the right parents, whatever it was. It's all luck. 
has nothing to do with hard work and dedication, discipline, uh, has nothing to do with intelligence and figuring out the system or working the system. It has simply to do with luck because if it weren't basically up to intelligence, myself, and this is what you're saying to yourself, myself with my college degree, oh heck, myself with my master's degree, well wait, myself with my doctoral degree have got to be smarter than you. You don't even have a college education, Dell. It's got to be luck. It can't possibly be that you did something right and I'm doing something ineffective. You notice I didn't say wrong because you're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. But what you're supposed to do is ineffective. Ineffective in the point that it's not getting you to where you would really like to be. So most of you go out there and you find self-help books or religions that bring you back to this premise. If you can't have what you want, then be happy with what you've got. Let me say that again. Most religions are based on this premise, and most governmental policies are based on this premise, and most families are based on this premise. If you don't, if you can't get what you want in life, be happy with what you've got. Let's start with your family. I remember getting an argument with my family. My family has alcoholics, drug addicts, uh, losers, all kinds of people, skeletons in the closet. Then they've got college-educated people uh, that went on to be professors and uh, educators and so forth in colleges. So we, we've got both sides in my family. But my family one time said, Dell, you're lucky to be a Wamsley. I said, I'm not lucky to be a Wamsley. Show me one Wamsley that's rich. Show me one Wamsley that's done what I've done. Show me one Wamsley that's helped thousands and thousands of other people do something successful. And they couldn't answer the question. And yet they thought being a Wamsley, they were going to try to live off my success. They were going to try to live off somebody else and, and claim that that family name was something important. The family name's not important. I could have been Waldo Green. It wouldn't have mattered. My personality, my education came about because I demanded the information because I desired the results and knew there was a way to get them if I'd go find out what I didn't know. That basic premise led me the whole way. Now what I'm about to do for you today is share with you the three basic rules to wealth. If you follow these three rules, you will end up wealthy. You almost cannot lose if you follow these rules. Hmm. Some of you are one can, one can short of a six-pack. I get that. But of the rest of you who have some level of intelligence, these rules will be able to change your life. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. We know you're out there, hiding in plain sight, living a life of quiet desperation, wondering if you're going to beat your money to the grave. There's a better way, a better life at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's time to live the life you deserve. You can only do that by creating passive income. Let us show you how. It's just two hours. It can't be worse than another meeting about meetings or another mindless night in front of the TV. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. 
Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedaustin.com to access our free live training event schedule. Did you know that every dollar you invest in real estate makes you money five ways? Cash flow, money in your pocket each month, equity capture, the thousands of dollars you create when you have the right team and buy the right property using the right map. Appreciation, real estate can increase in value over time. Equity buildup, renters pay down your mortgage each month. And finally, the tax advantage. When done correctly, real estate investors pay no taxes on our cash flow and capital gains. At Lifestyles Unlimited, these are the five ways we make money in real estate, which is why real estate accounts for more millionaires in the world today than any other investment vehicle. You should have some real estate in your portfolio. To learn how to attend a Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop, call 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and register for the next available workshop. That's 866-971-8970 or go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm going to walk you through the three rules of becoming wealthy. They're simple. Yet, simple is sometimes the best because they work. The complicated stuff that they're trying to sell you in the financial planning industry is all bunk. They've educated themselves to be able to say a lot of stuff that means nothing so that they can sell you garbage investments that do nothing. So today I'm going to walk you through what you should be doing if you like to be rich. Number one, rule number one is never lose money. You say, Nadell, that's ridiculous. Everybody loses money. No, they don't. You and everybody you know loses money because you don't follow my rule, number one, don't lose money. Your entire life you've been taught by financial institutions out there on their TV shows, their radio shows, their uh, articles they put out, that there is a risk-reward ratio. And that that risk-reward ratio means that the higher the risk you take, the higher the reward you make. 
the lower the risk you take, the lower the reward you take. And that is just not true. That is an absolute lie that has been thrust upon you your entire life. If I go out there and I buy a house at 50 cents on the dollar and rehab it, and I'm all in for 75 cents, and so I own a $100,000 house for 75000 bucks. It makes me $500 a month positive cash flow. How do I lose money on that? How do I lose any money? You know, even if it didn't cash flow, which it does, which means if I make 500 a month, that's 6000 a year. If anything were to go wrong, the 6000 a year would cover it. But even if that didn't happen, or even if we didn't have the cash flow, how do you lose money on a house you bought for 75 that's worth 100 Wow, let's move forward with that. Now the house is worth 150, 200,000 because houses don't stay the same value. They go up. Now, sometimes they go down. But when they go down, do they go down lower than 60% of value? No, they don't, unless the house is just totally destroyed. And so you can never lose if you're buying real estate below what it costs to buy it. I own a house that I bought for 50 cents on the dollar. My personal residence, I bought for 50 cents on the dollar. And there's no way I could lose money on it. The savings I made on the original purchase paid for my property taxes for the next 20 or 30 years. The house is no way to lose money. Now, this is an investment property. This is living here, but I'm living here for free other than the investment I have in the house. And when you think about that, you think about owning a rental house, it, if purchased correctly, you're no way you're going to lose money on the house. Now, if you go out there and buy yourself a big home you want to live in and you pay full price, then you can lose money on the house. I've seen people out there that have mansions. We looked at one the other day. Um, where they tried to sell for 3.9, then they had to sell for 3.2, then they went down to 2.8. And it's still not selling. Because I bought one twice the size for $2 million. $2.5 million. So they overpaid. Whatever it is they paid, they overpaid. Whatever they think this thing is worth, it's not. And so they've made a mistake. Do you understand what I'm saying? And same, and this becomes even more relevant when you get down to smaller homes, you get down to the rental size homes, because these homes are demanded by our marketplace. There's just none of them left. They don't build small homes anymore. So when you own a small rental house, that house can sell instantly if you wanted to sell it. And as long as it's in good shape, it will sell for full market value. So you're not going to lose money on that side. Now, in apartment complexes, the value in apartment complex may go up and down by interest rate changes. Interest rate changes because the value of the income is calculated against some type of an interest rate. We call them cap rates. Um, the cap rate could rise or fall and could make the value of the property go up or down. But the reality is it doesn't matter unless you're going to sell the property because the property is going to continue to cash flow and you're never going to lose money on that property. So, how did I learn this? Well, I first started learning it by not knowing it, by allowing myself to lose money. Put my money with a financial planner when I was working 12 hours a day, six days a week, and he had me in stocks, and he had me in limited partnerships and oil deals and gas deals and all different kinds of stuff uh, to diversify my portfolio. But it didn't matter that he diversified it. 
this went out of business this time, this went out of business that time, I lost my gas wells, I lost this, I lost that. And then we had Black Monday and the whole thing went down by some large precipitous amount. I don't remember what it was, but it was enough to shake me up and say, Dell, this is it, I'm done. I remember the conversation I had with myself. I said, Dell, you had all that money. You could have gone and spent it. You'd be a happier human being right now if you would have spent it on your home or if you would have spent it uh, on your car or if you just would have gone out and spent it even. You'd be a happier human being. I said, secondly, if I go out and buy my own investments, if I go buy a rent house and I were to lose money, I would be losing my own money. I would at least be able to fight that battle and go, I'm not going to let this thing fall apart. I'm not going to let it die. Because remember, the only way you lose money on a house is if you have to sell it, if you're forced to sell it. If you're not forced to sell it, you haven't lost any money. And if it's paying you dividends, cash flow, rental income, then you're making money with it. Even if the marketplace goes down, you're making money and it's a profitable deal. So I said, I'd at least rather be in that situation where it's in my hands. If I'm going to lose money, let it be my fault. Don't make me pay some idiot to lose my money. And so I came up with the conclusion I was never going to give my money to somebody else ever again. Everything I bought as an investment was going to be mine, controlled by me, so that somebody else couldn't lose my money. Right? Now, that has never changed for 30 years up until last year when I finally saw how many people were getting into lifestyles deals. And I call them quote unquote lifestyles deals because they're deals done by lifestyles members that have proven their success over and over again. And they're allowing other people to get into the deals that they're doing now. And so I got into five deals with five different people, actually four different people, two deals with one guy. And they're all cash flow and they're all making money. These guys know what they're doing. The only reason I'm willing to invest with them is because they're doing what I do. I taught them to do what they do and they're copying it and I'm happy that they're willing to do the work that I used to do uh, to bring home the investment. But still the majority of my money is under my own rule. I would say that 90% of my money is still under my rule. Very large proportion. And so what you have to understand is is that you have been brainwashed to believe that losing is a necessary factor of investing. You've heard these stories like, well, when you're young, you can afford to be aggressive because if you lose it all, you have many years to get it back. And when you're old, you can't afford to be aggressive because you don't have that many years to get it back when you lose it. Not if you lose it. It's not a matter of if the stock market is going to crash. It's going to crash. The question is when and how bad and how many times during your lifetime. Unfortunately, if it crashes during the time you need the money, that's the really sad part. May not hurt you if it goes down when you're 30 or 40 years old and you have time to wait for the stock market to come back, but it sure could hurt you if you're sitting there ready to retire. We'll take a short break. Be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Talk 1370, the right choice. 
Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, I'm going over the three simple rules to follow if you want to be rich. Now, if you follow these rules diligently, it's almost impossible that you won't be. Rule number one was don't lose money. And what we talked about was basically the fact that your financial planners have brainwashed you to believe that it's okay for them to lose your money. They've talked to you about risk and reward, and they've talked to you about something called diversification, where if we spread your money out all over different kinds of things, uh, you can only lose some of it at a time instead of all of it at one time, which is really not the case because whenever there's a major stock market or banking crisis, almost everything goes down in value, so it's really not true. But they've got you believing that. Why do they tell you that? They tell you that because they don't know what is going to happen. They have no idea. Now, I tell you what I know will happen. What will happen, basically, is what's happened for me over the last 30 years, which is real estate goes up and down in value. When it's going down, I'm buying. When it's going up, I'm gaining money, right? That's a simple concept. Uh, I'm buying it even when it's up because I'm buying it for the cash flow. When it's going down, I'm not selling at a loss. I'm holding on and buying more because it's going down. It's a simple concept to never lose money. Some people in the stock market would call it dollar cost averaging. Whenever stuff's going down, I'm buying. Whenever stuff's going up, I'm holding. Or I'm buying for income, one of the two. Which brings me to one more comment, and then it will leave this area, and that is there's another way to lose money. And that is to lose cash flow. Some of you are spendthrifts. You spend everything you make. Now, I want you to evaluate this between two different things. Being a spendthrift and wasting all your money does kill your ability to invest. Okay, so you are, you know, you are killing the golden goose that lays, or the goose that lays a golden egg, because you can't buy the golden goose. So you need to save some money to be able to buy the golden goose that lays the golden eggs, right? Or the goose, not the golden goose, but the golden eggs. So being a spendthrift means that when you've bought the goose and it's given you golden eggs, you're wasting them, you're throwing them away. Instead of taking them and going out and selling the gold and coming back and buying more geese that lay golden eggs, and eventually you got more gold and you know what to do with. So some people never get to the goose because they've wasted all their money. Some people buy the first goose and then they continue to waste their money. Those are real bad things to do. However, what I'm talking about is even worse. What I'm talking about is the last part of the parable where the guy sells the goose. When you lose your investment capital, that, that what is the word for it? The, the base that you start with. Whenever you lose your principal, you have lost everything and game over. Starting over is almost impossible because you never get back that principle you lost. You can lose income. I can have slower income months or years. I can have higher income months or years. I can even have a no income month or year. Wouldn't hurt my net worth at all. Only losing principle. Will Rogers said it best. Don't talk to me about the return on my investment until you talk to me about the return of my investment. Getting your capital back is the number one most important thing for you to watch out for in investing. Number two, there must be cash flow. Why would you even invest if there's no cash flow? Yet most of you, almost every investment that you have doesn't pay you any cash flow. Cash flow is what allows you to retire. Cash flow is the difference between being 
successful financially and not. You have to get up and go to work every day because you have no passive cash flow. Your only cash flow is earned income. And if you don't get up and produce it every month, then you go broke. Well, what you need is something that produces that income for you. So what have you done? Have you maximized the cash flow on your investments, on your net worth? No, not at all. 99% of the people that I meet and then I test their net worth to return ratio is less than 1%. That's right. Their net worth to annual passive return ratio is less than 1%. They've got a couple hundred thousand dollars locked up in, a, in their personal residence, maybe some more equity locked up in a rent house somewhere. They've got a 401k that's paying them absolutely nothing. Their personal residence pays them nothing. The 401k pays them nothing. Their IRA pays them nothing. Uh, they're Bill or Billy's uh, college fund pays them nothing. The savings they have pays them 1% return. And when you add up all of this net worth they have and you look at the minuscule amount of money it produces, it's a complete waste. This is the destruction of your personal wealth. This is why you will never be rich because you have no cash flow. It's why you'll never retire because you have no cash flow. You believe that the business is about a pile of money. It's not about a pile of money. That's not, success is not a pile of money. Retirement is not a pile of money. Retirement is an amount of cash flow. If you ever played the game of Monopoly, and I used to play it all the time by myself because I was a little bit of a freak, and I'd play three or four different hands, one on each side of the board, and I'd be all of them, but each one had a philosophy, and I'd stick to the philosophy throughout the entire game. You know which one of the four philosophies did the absolute worst in the game? That was the philosophy of holding on to cash, never buying any uh, real estate, never putting any houses on, just going around the board collecting your income from your job. Go to go, collect $200. Boom. Those people were wiped out first. Now, the people who bought real estate did better. The people who bought real estate and put houses and hotels on them did even better. Um, the people at the bottom who did okay were people that bought railroads and utilities because there again, they were cash flowing. The problem with them being cash flowing is only four of those properties you could buy and one utility company. And once you'd purchased all those, if you're lucky enough to get them all, uh, you had a limited amount of income. Whereas with the real estate, you can increase the income by adding more houses and then eventually adding hotels. And we'll call those houses and apartment complexes. And so you're able to increase your cash flow. That's the secret to winning monopoly. That's the secret to winning life. That's the secret to being wealthy. And it's why you are not wealthy. It's because you have no cash flow. Think about it. Why do you work so hard to get money and yet waste the power of your money? It doesn't make any sense. Right? It doesn't make any sense at all when you can make $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month very easily on some investments done correctly. With the money you've got sitting there right now earning you nothing in your 401k and your personal residence, most people have enough between their personal residence and their 401k, IRA, and Billy's College Fund. Most people I've met, a very high percentage, maybe 75%, have enough money to retire. If that money is deployed correctly and invested in some way that makes sense, in some way that will create cash flow. Now, what kind of cash flow are you getting? Your problem is you're getting very low returns cash flow-wise, whatever it is you're in, 1%, 2%, whatever, and or, and here's a big one, 
you don't have all of your investment, all your capital invested. It's invested in or sitting in what we call debt equity accounts. A debt equity account is an account that does not pay you money each month. Personal residence, debt equity account. 401k, debt equity account. Let me ask you, what did your 401k pay you last month, last year? Nothing. What did you do? You paid it. I want you to think about how stupid this would be. I want you to buy a rent house and not rent it. I want you to pay on the mortgage for 30 years, the whole goal being that at the end of 30 years, the house is going to be worth more money. That's what you're doing with a 401k. You're buying a house, you're buying a 401k, you're putting money into it every month, making a mortgage payment on the 401k in hopes that that collection of money will be worth more 30 years from now. No cash flow to you during that entire 30 years. Can you imagine if your 401k were throwing off 5 or 10% return to you each month along with growing? Now it might be a pretty interesting proposition, but it's not. It's sitting there paying you nothing. You're paid in full home. You say, wow, that's really doing me well because now I can sleep at night. Why can you sleep at night? If the stock, if the real estate market crashes, that house goes down in value. You have no money. If you lose your job, you have no money to pay the mortgage payment. You still have to pay taxes and insurance, uh, maintenance and repair, utilities, and you have no money. How does having no income make you sleep better at night? I'd rather have the money owning rent houses and apartment complex and have the money to be able to pay the mortgage payment, the taxes, the insurance, maintenance, repair, utilities every month and survive. So if I lose my job, I don't lose my real estate. I don't lose my home. I don't lose everything because I've got enough cash flow to be able to maintain it during that time. That is the secret, my friends, that you do not get. If there's any one big giant secret is that you do not have enough money invested in cash-flowing vehicles, you have very small amounts of your net worth invested in anything that does anything like pay you money. This is a major reason why you're never going to be rich. Let me restate that for you. You will never get to the financial level that my students at Lifestyles are getting in two to five years. We'll be right back with the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to DellOnTheRadio.com to access our free live training event schedule. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedAustin.com. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today I'm laying out three simple rules to follow if you want to be wealthy. And um, we've covered the first two, which is number one, don't lose any money. Don't lose your principal. Don't let other people invest your money. Don't let other people touch your money. Keep away from other people. Keep it in your own investments. Control your money and don't lose it, right? 
buy the gain comes into the purchase on the buy side not on the hope it goes upside like it does in the stock market number two is it's got to have cash flow and so we're going to develop these streams of cash flow that will someday replace our personal income so that we don't have to go to work anymore it's going to replace our earned income uh, now while we're building that income we have no need for it we've already got earned income so we keep plowing it back into the into our investments and our investments grow and grow and grow and at some point then we'll have enough income to be able to replace our earned income now to most people, that in and of itself is enough success, right? But, and though I have to admit, it was for myself also. When I got to the point where I was making $100,000 a year, net cash flow, uh, whereas my job, I was making seventy grand a year, but only taking home $3,500 a month, I was now taking home $10,000 a month net. Because real estate is tax-free when done correctly, you're taking all of that cash flow home, and it's all spendable money to you. And so when I was making that, I thought I was richer than I'd ever dreamed of being. I mean, because if I would have made $10,000 a month, I would have taken home, you know, $6,000 a month if I had a job. But without the job, the $10,000 was $10,000. So in my brain, let's get over it, I was rich. However, it wasn't until certain things started to happen where... I found out that I really didn't even know what I was talking about. Because as I increased the number of houses that I owned, I increased the amount of cash flow I had. It was a linear growth process. And that linear growth process could have taken years to get up to the number of units that becomes being really wealthy, like a mega millionaire wealthy type stuff. But then one day I had bought a 10 unit, um, five duplex group of houses and I bought them for 200,000 and I'd owned them for two and a half years and made really good money on them. I've made like uh, $2,000 a month on them for two and a half years, which would have been uh, 24, 48, uh, you know, 50, 60,000 bucks on this. And I only put $25,000 down. So there was already a two or 300% return. Then I sold the houses for $450,000, which was another $250,000 return on my investment. So here in total, I made over $300,000 on a $25,000 investment. Now you can do the math on that. Uh, but that's like, um, let's see, 100,000 would be a 400%, 300,000 would be four times three. Is, that's a 1,200% return on my money. And at that point, I understood for the first time that you can't get rich slow. If you really wanna be wealthy, you've gotta get out there and do the transactions, create the value, and either refinance the money out or sell the property, one of the two, and garner the massive capital gains. When you garner the massive capital gains, you then can go back out and reinvest in a trifold or quadrifold amount of investment than what you had before, right? So I eventually uh, ended up buying this 64-unit apartment complex. I bought it for $800,000. Uh, I bought it for, let's see, $150,000 down, I think it was. And I owned it for 15 years, but during the first year and a half or so, I made it go up in value from 800,000 to a million to two million dollars, and I refinanced out a million dollars. And when I refinanced out the million, I paid off the original loan on it, which the seller had a loan. I paid him off and pulled out a million dollars cash, tax-free. Walking to the bank with a check for a million dollars in one transaction, in one day, and it all be tax-free, was a life changer 
from that point on, I knew what rich people did. And it wasn't collect rent, although they do collect rent on all the assets they're holding, and they're holding those assets as a way to create cash flow to live on, but they're holding those assets until they go up in value, either through forced depreciation, making them go up in value, which is a whole day seminar in and of itself, or natural appreciation, which is market-driven, uh, scarcity appreciation, inflation, as you might call it, over a period of time, in which case you were able to pull out massive amounts of money, either by refinancing, in which case it's all tax-free, or by selling and lar- earning large capital gains. Now, the capital gains can be offset tax-wise by doing a 1031 tax-free exchange and moving that money into your next investment, which is probably the likeliest thing you should do. So, as we move through this process, um, we, we see that once you learn to make a million dollars at a time, your new goal is going to be something like, okay, I've got this portfolio of properties. Which properties are going to be able to be refinanced or would I want to sell? Now, when you look through this, the refinancing comes up when there's enough equity to make it profitable enough to to pay the cost to refinance and still walk away with enough tax-free income. And or sell is because you see that this property doesn't fit your goal for your portfolio anymore. It's too small. It's too hard to manage compared to a larger property. You're trying to get larger. And that was always me. I was always trying to get larger. In which case, you sell the small one, buy the large one, improve your process. And there you go. Three simple steps. Now you're a multi-mega millionaire. And it all started with, don't lose money. There must be cash flow. And number three, you can't get rich slow. It's impossible to get rich slow. If you're rich, by definition, that means you made a lot of money really quick. That's rich. You cannot get rich slow. So now, my friends, you've got to go and unbrainwash yourself from all the lies you've been told your whole life that you have to work hard, save your money, and someday, maybe, when you're 65, 70, 75 years of age, you'll be able to retire on Social Security, a small pension maybe, and a little teeny payout from your 401k. Boy, what a miserable way to look at your future, as opposed to, having everything you ever want to do what you want, when you want, with whoever you want, wherever you want, which is, to me, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past your podcasts, and join the conversation.
The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.